How are you doing? Welcome to episode 8 of the Divine Flow Pod. This is your host Kaimania Alaya. I hope you're having an amazing start to the December. Like start, we are nearly about the midpoint. But yeah, all in all, a month of cheer and joy and reflections and just looking forward and so much excitement and energy. I had previously intended to record this episode like two nights back, but then it didn't align. So last night I was like, this is on my list. I need to get it done. So I just like recorded an episode like very late at night. Like I started at 2 a.m. But then I was like, ah, I don't like my energy here. Like it's great. The content is great, but I want it to be more festive and uplifting and Today, for a change, I'm recording when the sun is out, it's bright, and after a few days where the sun was just like behind the clouds, I'm just so grateful that the sun is out and about, and it's just like shining bright. I love the sun. I miss it if it's not there for two days, and I'm used to seeing sun every single day, so if I don't see it often, I'm like, I miss you, like, Oh, that's like Korean for I miss you, and I'm like, please, be back. And for those of you who are in colder climate, I truly hope that you're taking a good vegan source of T3 and dosing up on it as needed. And because it makes like a huge difference. And something I mentioned in my stories was like, if you feel nauseous after taking D3, it's a fat soluble vitamin, like vitamin in quotes and not really a vitamin. But anyway, not getting to that portion right now, but uh yeah, take it with a fat source. So you can take it after a meal. Don't take it empty stomach. And that's why you might be feeling nauseous. Okay. And best to get in the sun. Best to get the morning sun. But it's funny if I say that. Because I know morning sun is the best. But lately my sleep schedule has been like shifted. And I'm sleeping late and thus waking up late. Because I get in my enough decent hours of sleep at least so i would sh- i would start with sharing about that and then move into talking about gifting and social anxiety during the holiday season and all the beautiful things that come in the way all right <laughs> so lately i have been connecting with my teen icy more and the thing with the teenager me was she really liked the quiet of the night and uh yeah, even if she wasn't doing anything specific, she liked the safety that time brought to her. And uh, in the last few episodes, I have been talking about inner children a lot because personally, that's been something that I have like gotten deeper into more and more because I just felt this nudge that, hey, it's time to take your relationship to deepen, take your relationship to the next level, to deepen it. And what I realized with my teen inner children was that... Uh, they had lost their voice. Like, you can hear me loud and clear now. But if you met me in school and if uh, we were sitting in the bus and you were sitting like one seat, like leaving one seat between us, you wouldn't be able to hear me. Even in university, like if, uh, we had like a senior teacher and it was his retirement year and whatever. And uh, it was... Uh, and he was like a little louder please and i was just like i knew that i could project my voice but i was so fucking scared to do it 
and I would just like you know try my best and my heart would be throbbing because the anxiety would be there and oh my god it was just like like a lot and looking back my voice is one thing that has been like a powerful like reflection for me to go back to and hear my own voice and be like hey this is how much I have evolved this is how much I'm owning my voice and my power back and uh, yeah so coming back to the teen I see they had been completely silenced um, and most often if you would have asked me something uh, my response would have been I don't know while the truth was that I did know and if you gave me a little time a little, little space to hear me out I'll tell you the exact thing I needed or wanted but it needed that time it needed that soft landing spot and I didn't have that so the only form of connection that my teen self had was you know a certain kind of music she listened to so you know how uh, when we see pop culture we see teenagers obsessed with certain music or certain books or you know certain things and I feel that at the macro level those are the things that provide them that make them feel seen or understood or held because that's something that's uh, that is missing in our culture that parents are unable to provide and school was never intended to provide that in the first place so evil presence for children and uh, yeah so those things hold them together cradle them in a way with affection and comfort and some outgrow those things others never do and uh, yeah it reminds me of those uh, like memes like when you look at someone and you know that they peaked in high school it's like one of those people who just like cling to the past so strongly because they like the version of them that was back then and they feel shitty about where they are in life and instead of putting in the effort to make their today better they just keep holding on to the past people can do that with things thought processes and even friend groups or food or everything but anyway the point being the language of my teen and her children i don't know like how's it for you i would love to hear um had just gotten to hate this song yeah this like they would just like notch to it like this 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 song this movie this court and this book and they would just communicate through these mediums there was no direct communication there was just like uh seeing these things uh through the picture screen and being like yeah this emotion yeah this is what i feel oh yeah this is what i want to hear and it came through like reflecting back they could see like oh yeah this is what i want to need and it was hard for them to like just tap into and being like okay this is what i want because they were never asked those questions or if they were they were like it, it was during you know when you're being yelled you're like what else do you need we provide you with everything you can possibly need and then you go into guilt and shame so that's there so lately while i was like connecting with my teen inner child so this has like happening in phases for me for a few years now because for on the path of healing your mental health issues you have to really work on adrenal fatigue recovery and that requires that you have a consistent sleep schedule you sleep at a particular time with 
a particular number of hours. I wasn't perfect with it. I like had my lots of ups and downs with it, but I just continued to stick with it because consistency overrides perfection. Something else that came up this week, but yeah, so important. And yeah, so I was able to get my bedtime right and everything, but then this theme is coming up again for me. And this time I was like, oh, this was my inner children, inner child, children, teenagers trying to communicate with me. And how do they communicate? By stuff, by music, by watching stuff. So what I have been doing at night is listening to music and watching anime. And what's been so crazy is that they don't want to journal because if like when I used to journal as a teen, like my journals were being read, there was no sense of safety over there. So it didn't feel safe to them to write. So all I'm doing is a lot of dancing, music and watching anime. Because like they loved animation, but anime wasn't that accessible or was a thing back in the decade or so over here in India at least, or what I knew of. And now it is easily available. So I just got like this anime subscription on Crunchyroll and found like, you know, very cute anime. And then I laughed and it just hit me like, oh my God, I haven't been laughing often. Like... It was just like surprising to me to hear myself laugh. And I was like, I haven't laughed this way in a very, very long time. I, what am I doing in life? I was like one of those existential moments at like 11, 11 at night. And I'm like, okay, so we need to be adding more laughter in. We need to be adding more joy in. And uh, if you guys would like my takes on popular things i don't watch a lot of popular things now but uh, on any shows and movies or songs i would love to like share this because you can just literally see a lot of cultural conditioning on those things and lessons from those things so i'll be sharing some of those things which i got from the animes i was watching i'll give you a little bit context and if you want to watch those animes do it because they're like super short yeah because the good thing is that they're 20 25 minutes and um i watched a lot of them and i'm sharing this with you really candidly because a lot of people think they're bypassing and uh, that's what i did in the past when i was watching something i was like hey i'm bypassing i can't bypass anymore i need to like get this thing done which was just like scolding the inner children instead of understanding that they're trying to connect so what i did this time very consciously was whenever i was watching something and there was i don't know what is it called shonen or something like there is a specific word for high school kind of animes so i watched a few of them and uh, that really helped me like be like oh my inner child was like yeah i felt this i felt this social isolation i felt this judgment i felt this misfit feeling i felt this thing that i want to be with the cool kids or i felt out of the place i feel so sad that i didn't have any quality friendships or i felt left out or not supported and I just saw that and took the role of the observer and instead of just like projecting all my feelings and trying to live off the anime and being like oh at least the characters got a happy ending I was just present with my inner child like you know actually if it was a child and I was watching a show with it 
and I was doing a lot of hope and hope. I was like, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I love you while I was watching it. And uh, I would pause a lot if there was like emotions coming up. And I would be like, hey, do you want to talk about it right now or in a while? And then they opened up. They showed me things that they were holding on to, the shame of things, the trauma of things, and so much just like pain. And uh, I kept doing that. And it didn't make any sense to the brain. And I was just telling my accountability partner or my friend, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know in my heart that this is the right way to go. It's not the conventional way to go because you wouldn't see a parent actually saying like, hey, you're sad, hey, you're depressed. Okay, let's watch like 15 hours of anime in a week and let's do this thing and let's do whatever you want. But what I did stick to was having my daily practices and routines, have, doing my daily grounding habits. So I stuck to my basics, non-negotiables, and then I just gave them this time to feel, to dance, to like to not have any time limit on them. And then, you know, um, there was this stages of where I had started acting onto my eating disorder or insomnia or you know my mental health issues and the shadow of those things and I was able to just have much more empathy for myself so I feel that's been like one really powerful powerful thing for me because after doing that for a while I just woke up and I felt so free I just felt so free. I felt so supported. I felt more energetic. I was walking different. I was talking different. And I was like, I fucking love this energy. And yeah. And it was unconventional because, yeah, it wasn't uh, the way I thought things would work. Or, you know, you would work with inner, the inner children. But when I shifted my focus from being like, hey, I need to heal this inner child, I need to do like the parenting work. And instead of I just like flip the script to, I get this amazing, beautiful, incredible opportunity to connect with the gem of the person I was. And no one took the time to understand and get to know me. And the teen I see for me was someone, if someone wanted to know me, they would know my friends, one, and they would know the things, the songs I love, the shows I love, or the book that's like on my heart and how I'm perceiving things. So there were like these three things that were key to me. And then I did those things. I connected with friends, uh, and there were times when I wanted to like go into my shell, which I did as well. And I was like, okay, you're in our shell, but you're not alone because I am with you and Jesus is with us always. I don't know where this is going. Like, this was not at all what I had in mind or, like, in my awareness to record for today. <laughs> but, yeah, for anyone else who needs to hear this, when you're, by when you think you're bypassing or doing something that you know that you shouldn't be doing, you can just be like, what is my inner child trying to show me over here? They're trying to pinpoint you to a need. And uh, the thing that happens is that... If you have lived in a very uh, toxic environment or had not parents, so you have been experiencing CPTSD, complex post-traumatic stress disorder. So there is like flight mode, 
bite more okay most people know that then there is fawning and then there is the freeze response which really disassociates you it fragments your soul and yeah it takes like a lot to get over that freeze response so just let it sink in like do you feel that were you ever in freeze response it can look up as you know when you get this input of information you don't know how to respond there's this pause in that and uh, for me that freeze response is coming up because i think one thing that you don't realize is the depth of trauma you have been under and how it has influenced your behaviors and it's becoming more and more apparent to me that it wasn't that i was bad at sports or my eye hand coordination was off yes that's what it looked like in surface on the surface but it was not a reflection of my capability but it was because i was so severely disassociated from my body that it just you know appeared as this way it's like how it happens with uh, diseases like emotional wounding appears as depression anxiety right or lung disease or cancer or whatever it is right and when i saw this i was like oh my god like hey like i could just like talk to myself and to my inner children like hey honey you're not bad at this it was just the trauma you're okay you're loved you're capable we got this and there was like a recently anna shanti post on her instagram where she was like um if you did those things like you know got drunk every weekend dated a toxic narc or failed at something trauma it's trauma it's not like uh, and that was really a aha breakthrough moment for me because i was like oh my god like hey it's okay like it's okay it's not your fault and you we just tend to carry so much shame and guilt and that doesn't serve no one and liana shanti like my teacher liana shanti always talks about how it is the tricks of the darkness and it controls us and limits us so so it's beautiful that we can just like see look at these things and be like hey nothing to be guilty or shameful about i want to do better and how can i do better and sometimes how can i do better is like talking to your inner children as you would, would maybe talk to your roommate and treat them with like that that same respect like hey this is the situation i need to take responsibility and get these sorted and what can i do that can help us facilitate this process smoothly and yeah it's never about forcing it's about conversation it's about connection ultimately i'm just having like a warm soup which is like red in color it's like beet and carrot and maybe something else which i don't know about but it's like i love the shade it's like very christmasy and red and just pretty and good for your body oh and tomatoes as well yeah now uh, oh oh i'll talk about connection more but uh, i want to first talk about these pauses in between because uh yesterday night while i was talking i was like there were these moments which i wanted to which i paused 
but then I was like my brain kicked in and was like hey you need to like fill the gap and no you don't always need to fill the gap <laughs> um in Ghibli movies I was like watching this reel they could talked about these moments where you know nothing was happening it was like the protagonist was watching the nature go by or the flowers or the leaves and those moments of blank space known as ma is where i think you get more centered because if you, all you're doing action every time that means you're disassociated it's like being a robot doing one thing after the other being a human demands us to embody and embodiment demands presence and presence demands awareness to what is in front of you and if you're just like doing doing and doing then when are you being present another funny thing that this whole working with my teenagers has unlocked for me is that when i talk i have a lot of hand movements like facial expressions were always there but now hand movements are back in the picture so all good all interesting it just continues to surprise me every single time like hey my authentic self is way different than i ever anticipated it to be but i love it i'm open to the surprise of the unwrapping or the unfreezing of who i am so when you're in the freeze response it's just uh makes it hard for you to respond to things right and uh, I had this thing come up with my like cousin brothers and just like brother in general and I was in one of those moments where I was just in like the state and they came to me and they wanted to play doggy doggy they just picked up a scrunchie of mine that had fallen on the floor and they came to me as like on crawling as a dog and wanted pets and I was like, wait, is this a line to play a game like this? Is it like healthy? Is it a word? Is it respectful? And just like everything. And it took the time it took for me to just like process it. They were already in the game playing it. <laughs> but after a lot of praying on it, I realized ultimately, like, of course, playing is a form of connection for children for my teenage it was watching things together like whatever it was but for children playing is a form of connection and uh, and when they're like older when they're like you know six seven or 12 years old like when they start getting older even if a child would have gotten affection when they were like younger or smaller when they were like a toddler or a baby as they grow up that affection reduces that's fucking crazy and so you know what was the aspect that they loved the most about the game was that they would get cuddles and they would get pets on their head and they would just be held and and i was like oh that was what they needed they just wanted to be held and yeah so i think that's sad but also like beautiful that how precious children are they just want to be like looked into the eyes paid attention to and 
yeah totally listen to and if you look at adults and you know what they want in a companionship or everything you would find people who want to be just seen you know and cherish for who they are and you know children just want that right and a healed adult doesn't look for that outside and but meets the right people who do all of these things and more for them naturally but it's just so like precious that all the church all the child wants is to just be like held and loved and as we grow up these expectations just like pile up on them and they're like oh you're seven now so why are you not helping mommy do this or oh you're such a burden you're such a big girl and yet you can't do that and um like you have become a man now so why are you crying and uh these like false distortions and you know and people put so much pressure on things like hey you're 12 now you're you're 13 now and you're a teenager now like what the fuck does a teenager even mean okay your body is changing okay i get that hormones are changing okay what does that mean like am i crazy no uh like maybe children are told things but how to process those things they're never taught those things and then uh, sooner or later people start treating you differently or they don't start treating you differently and they don't keep up with the changes of who you are and they keep holding on to the image of who you were once you're younger so when you meet them at family events and something like that they would keep holding on to oh when you were seven years old you used to hold my hand and now you don't even look at me like of course grandma i grew up and i saw what a fucking loser abusive person you were and i don't want you in my life again and you could just like throw like a coupon on her like termination of relationship you have been a termite on my soul alive and get lost forever no expiration date and just <laughs> done like don't do it literally if they're abusive it could backfire so not recommending that but like energetically you know cut ties with abusers so you see this connection is so important and precious and whatever like children do or teenagers do they're just like communicating a need even though we don't understand it at first and so i feel the more we connect within our children we get more patient with others and ourselves and all of life and we can only do that when we have these pauses of time if you're like if i had just like continued to push around i would have like got back to my sleep time routine way faster but then i would have suppressed my teenager and that's not how i want things to be now um let's get back to gifting okay festival season is coming up and uh, one of the things my <laughs> i really loved was um getting gifts but and just because not because of a special occasion just because i saw something i liked it i would have liked to receive gifts and at some point i don't know yet how old i was i just decided i am going to be the type of person who uh just 
Dusty thinks she wants to be done to her. So I started being that friend. I started checking in on people. I um, just started sending encouraging messages when I found a call and buying something when I thought that this would be something they like. It's like as simple as when you see a meme and think of a friend and send that to them, right? It just doesn't take even that much effort, I feel. It's just like more of a con- like split-second decision and then you do that. Um, and that's how I chose to operate in this world. But there were certain times when what I put my heart into it or energy into it, whatever, it wasn't received that well. And I internalize it as like something is my fault because uh, we tend if like when we are wounded, we tend to, you know, associate our worthiness with our output. So if you're learning to bake a cake and you fail the first seven times, you just like feel like, hey, I'm a useless piece of shit. Well, that's not true. It may be like baking is a skill that you're still learning. You know, it's that you don't. uh, So. It just shifts how you operate in this world. So I have had these incidents in particular, I'll share like three of those, where like, of course, I was not healing back then, I was wounded as well. So my response, like you would listen to my response and would be able to understand like, okay, where this was coming from. So one such time there was this, um, I, I used to write personalized border letters for people. I just like whenever I felt this call to just like do it. And I had written this girl who was just, I don't know, shifting schools or something like that. I just gave it to her and she was reading it aloud. And there was this thing where I had mentioned that, you know, her energy is just like of a beautiful, graceful fox. And uh, you know how um, in the pop culture, vixens are seen like something who are manipulative or something like that. And... I was like, wait, but no, they're like clever and clever is not a bad thing. They just know what they need and are very practical and quick with execution. And I could see that that was met with resistance. And I was like, "Mm, okay, maybe I did something wrong over here. You know, that's how I internalized it as. And then I was like, maybe I could have expressed it better. or Maybe I could have used a different word and, you know, something like that. And then there was this second time where it was like valentine's day and i got gifts from my girlfriends it wasn't known as valentine's day back then but yeah i just got like these cute gifts from my girlfriends and i just like got them from my favorite store and then i gave this to my friend and she was so shocked like she didn't want to receive it she just like didn't even uh she just held it for a second and dropped it on the floor and she's like no i'm not touching this and I I was upset. I was like, hey, like, and I just walked away. I was like, if you want to pick up, pick it up. If you don't want to throw it away, throw it away. But just like, just dropping it. And I was like, what? Um, so I responded with anger in that situation. But she eventually accepted it. And then she was like, I was so startled. I didn't know how to receive it. Then I think there's this another incident that I had um, shared before in a previous episode where there was this girl, not a close friend of mine, but of my roommates, and she was having a 
like hard times, challenging times. So I saw a plant and she used to love plants. So I got her plant and a cute note and just like, you know, encouraging her. And then she called the friend and she was like, why are your friends being this way? They're just like so much tension. I don't want this. It just makes me feel so uncomfortable. And I just felt like, wait, what did I do wrong? Like, why did I do something like this? Should I just stop doing these things for people? Because nobody asked me for it. So maybe it must be my fault, right? Because they are not liking it. And uh, I feel that there needs to be a sense of non-attachment when we're doing things. Because we don't know how something would be received in the world. When I put out this episode out there and you're listening to it, I don't know how you would receive it, right? But my responsibility is to show up and if god puts it in my heart to say something kind to someone i'm going to do it and yeah and with practice it's gone like way better if people don't receive it the way you know i would have thought like i hope it touches them with love that's my intention or just brings them joy or comfort or whatever the thing is but yeah or make them smile or feel loved or special because they are but uh, we can control that right and uh, same way there have been times where people have said things to me about me but i wasn't energetically in a place to receive it because i was like what are they talking about because my view of my own self was so distorted that i just completely couldn't trust what they were seeing in me and I wasn't a very good receiver huh so that's like accountability you look at something and you say okay you fucked up you could have done better and it's not about like it was like a big mess or something like that but it's just like huh okay this is what this is this is what my pattern was how can I get it better and uh, yeah that's there so I feel uh, when in the world when you know people are buying gifts or everything there are these kind of certain terms and conditions like what is the price it should be it should should it be bought or handmade and there are like different associations with that okay uh, what would this person think or would they like this or not or should I just you know and uh, there's this people can put in this extreme pressure on themselves for like getting it perfect but perfection doesn't exist, right? Like, no matter how hard you try, maybe it goes all smoothly, okay? And that's amazing. But putting that pressure on yourself is just like tormenting your spirit. Like, it's a holiday season for everyone, so it should be fun for everyone, and gifting should be joyful. And if you're confused what to get someone, maybe ask them what is something that they need. If you can't understand just like maybe give them a gift card or something that they might like or you know and even if they don't like what you get them or maybe you got the wrong size then maybe they can exchange it or whatever the thing is but then when we're acting from that place of non-attachment we can just be like hey my intention was love and that's all counts and i hope that they like it but and if they don't that's okay that's not a reflection of who i am as a person 
um so the most recent anime i watched was uh play it cool guys okay and there was these uh i think college working and then a high school student like these group of guys who just like end up being friends and all of them had this trait in common that they were sort of uh goofy or clumsy or whatever you would like to call it uh and what that meant was that they would uh sometimes use the straw from the opposite direction because they were doing something or maybe they were looking for their phone while the phone was in their hand and you know all these kind of things that i have also done and my reflection on that was that hey all of these people are just disassociated in a way that they're not being present with what they're doing so sometimes if they got on the wrong line of trains in japan whatever it was or uh you know <laughs> those things uh where they um forgot the directions or everything because uh being my sense of direction was actually not great but when i started traveling by myself it improved and i realized okay the more i do more i immerse myself in it the better i get the same with sports like if i wasn't like uh if i was playing badminton right the first 15 times i'm gonna fucking suck right but then when i get embodied i start playing it well and now more and more i see it it's not like a personality trait it's more oh a form of disassociation that you are unable to be present like a trauma response and i feel that kind of happens with you know when you have been in freeze mode for a very long time it reminds me of you know uh have you seen maria carry like melting when christmas time comes that's how we are like freezing and when we start healing we start melting away these frozenness from us and we feel warmer we feel more animated our reflexes get better and uh, we get more responsive to life and we are more attuned with what's going on within our minds hearts and people around us you know and it's instantaneous and it flows and uh, i know for a fact that if you're consistent with it you can finally come to a place of being like trusting what your body is showing you and then building on that relationship so it takes time of course and effort but if you just like keep going it gets better right so that's something very important i want to share and about gifting so yeah so what place are you gifting from are you trying to people please a mother who never appreciates you and you want to make everything perfect for her so that she just validates you then you know it's not coming from it's coming from a place of getting approval and you know that's not healthy that's like another sign of wounding right so just feel into it you know and be like uh what is the biggest gift that i can give someone and material things are great uh handmade presents are great everything is great but i feel the best like like anything can count as a gift and the most precious gift i feel that people can give you is their presence 
and being able to be present with someone to the, to the degree they can because if they're disassociated to an extent the amount of focus that they can give you could also be very limited depending on where they are or you know how these uh, these is there's like this trending people on the adhd autistic spectrum and i'm like okay autism has some roots and basis and there are some physical things definitely going on there but adhd that's just like a set of symptoms that's just made up and people are like oh i'm just on the adhd autistic uh, spectrum no you're not that's bs like you're just trying to label yourself into a box to feel safe about yourself but what it is it's just a group of trauma responses so what's needed is to just like clear up your body to start working with the attention span you have available and start building on those skill sets and yeah and it takes time because you're just like rewiring your whole nervous system and your state of being like it might seem easier than Maria Carrier's melting from like uh, like ice to water and coming out live, but oh boy, the whole process of that has multiple layers and it's like so multifaceted. So this was something that I really wanted to share with you all about like, you know, anxiety and gifting. And I feel uh, asking questions is very powerful. I have noticed that when I ask children questions, my brothers, they would reply, I don't know, which I did as well, as you have heard. But over time, I have found that if I just keep planting that seeds and I don't attach any expectations to it, at some point out of the blue, they would come to me and they would be like, remember you asked me this at that day. I think my favorite color is uh, Peruvian pink or whatever it is. And uh, yeah, and they get back to you with answers eventually so those questions are important those attempts of connections are important those planting seeds are important for yourselves and others as well and uh, i hope when you're like thinking about gifting i hope you're getting yourself a gift too as well uh, because ultimately um uh, it's like, uh, I don't know if you have heard this audio clip, like it was trending on Instagram a while back, like in Hawaiian, we don't say that I'm a pet owner, we say like we are the kahu, which means a guardian, a protector, a beloved attendant of like for your animal teacher pet. And yeah. And I feel even for like parents, they are kind of like a kahu for the children because god is entrusting them with these souls to be looked after to be loved to be nurtured the way god loves us and when that doesn't happen bam warning so that's why the anashanti's core room programs are so powerful and i hope everyone does that <laughs> we would have a much lighter planet but for those of you who are doing it keep going you're doing amazing and you know what's so funny is um like looking back i'm just like sharing my week with you and it just feels like while i was in those things i was like what am i even doing with life but in retrospect the messy parts of it tend to make sense and next time i don't want to <laughs> that there be a next time and but if there is a next time 
we can just move through it with grace. And you can reflect on your patterns, what's been coming up for you, where you need to deepen your connection with yourself, with Jesus, with Mama Earth, with what you're eating, just everything. Because I feel all of life just comes out to be in the right relationship with the divine, our souls, our authentic self, with the people around us, with what we're doing, what we're eating. And when we're in the right relationship, we harmoniously flow. And uh, yeah, it's powerful. And if when you start seeing life as a relationship in motion, I feel it gets a lot more exciting, at least for me, if you have a good, like an optimistic view of relationships around you, because it's all about connection. And if it's draining you, cut the fucking cards off. <laughs> Bye. See you never. Not allowed in my energy field. Get lost. So, yeah, I think it would be a great time to maybe even do a parasite cleanse around this time or after the festival season, whenever that works for you. And all my soup is cold, but it's okay. I love talking to you guys. And I'm so excited that uh, yesterday's episode didn't work out. And those 45 minutes could just like be whatever they are. And this is the message and energy that came through. And yeah, have a beautiful, beautiful rest of the December. Uh, I have in works a beautiful podcast episode that's coming like end of the year for you guys. It's not going to be as light-hearted as these ones but they're going to be fun and you know beautiful in their own beautiful way so i can't wait to share more and just like sending lots of love your way have an amazing whatever day is it for you it's saturday for me and wherever you're in the world take amazing care of yourself and so much love